to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com. My name is Abhishek. This issue's cover is on the world's third largest motorcycle company Bajaj Auto. But what will it take for Rajiv Bajaj to make it India's largest? asks Rajiv Singh, the cover story author, who's with us on the other line. Rajiv, let's start with how Bajaj positions itself today in the market. So as you see Bajaj is world's third largest motorcycle uh, maker. And 40% of what it makes, it exports to over 70 countries. And that makes Bajaj very unique. And the strategy was very clear. So when Rajiv Bajaj had to make a choice between scooters and motorcycles, so he went with motorcycles. And the reason was very clear. He wanted Bajaj to become a global company. And if you look at the pie of how a global two-wheeler market uh, is divided, motorcycles are obviously bigger than scooters globally. And, and Rajiv has al- always believed in this uh, marketing theory of uh, narrowing focus. So you, you can't be like scooters, baja, uh, scooter, motorcycle, mopeds, everything at one go. And, and he gives a very interesting you know, parallel example when he says that if a robber robs a bank, the, the normal reason is because bank is where the money is. So, so similarly, motorcycle is where the money is. That was his simple plain logic. And, and what is the standing uh, in the industry? Who are the number one, two and three? in the motorcycle business in India? See, last year, interestingly, Honda overtook Bajaj to become second biggest motorcycle maker in India. Hero has always been number one, a dominant number one with over 50% of market share. But if you look at first five months of this fiscal from April onwards till August, Bajaj has overtaken Honda to become second biggest in India. And the market share in August was 18% something. But again, if you look at the gap between 18% and 51%, which Hero has. So gap between first and second is huge. This is what uh, Bajaj intends to bridge, narrow. Where does it want to begin? And what's, what's the first step towards getting there? It has to be 125cc, Abhishek, because that's the only segment which has been a trouble for Bajaj uh, over the last decade or so. Motorcycle segment, it's entry-level, mid-segment and premium. So entry-level Bajaj is doing pretty well with uh, CT100 and uh, Platina. Both of them are giving decent numbers. So that segment is dominated by Bajaj and Hero. Hero obviously being the largest there, and Bajaj is second largest. When it comes to the mid-segment, commuter and commuter deluxe segment, which analysts call, and this is the biggest chunk of the motorcycle market in India. This is where Bajaj uh, has been has been f- fearing badly because it has two offerings here: it's Discover and V. And, and both have not been doing great. To put things in perspective, Discover 125cc was the first bike in 125cc segment. In fact, Bajaj introduced 125cc in India. But later on, when they you know, rolled out a variant of Discover, which was 100cc, that diluted the positioning. And Rajiv Bajaj and the other senior officials in Bajaj, they candidly accept that diluting the positioning of uh, Discover proved to be the undoing for the brand. So from 60,000 uh, odd units, which Discover used to sell at the peak in 2012-13, it has now come down to some 8-9 thousand per month. So the entire mid-segment is almost, uh, the market share has come down to 1%. We have 100cc, 125, 150, and then 150 and above, or let's say 180 and those power bikes. So what do we call yeah, mid-segment yeah. and where exactly does the money lie? You know, in terms of margin, if you see, the margin lies in the premium segment, but premium segment volumes doesn't lie. It's mid-segment where volumes is because it's the biggest chunk of the market and the margins are also decent. The margins are not low. The margins are wafer thin in the entry segment, 100cc. So nobody's going to make money there, but you have to be there. 
because that's the entry segment. That's the segment from where you hook the commuters, and then they upgrade. They gradually upgrade. So the volume and margin both mid segment is crucial for any player. Bajaj never could penetrate that segment, could it? Despite having uh, introduced a new segment called 125 CC. You know, Splendors, uh, Deluxe, Passion, Glamour, they still, uh, they still uh, maintain their dominance. So, Hero is Hero because of Splendor is the, the biggest blockbuster. Just like for Bajaj, Pulsar is the blockbuster. For them, Splendor is. And that's why I'm saying 125cc is something which Bajaj has not been able to crack. But going ahead, this is what they intend to. They're planning to come up with new products, which I think should be there sometime early next year in, in 125cc. And they're not, they're very clear that they're not going to vacate this segment. So that's strategy like, but for the time being, the focus would be on entry level CT hundreds and platina. And next year, definitely on 125cc. If you look at 150cc plus Pulsar, you know, there is nobody even remotely close to Pulsar. And where Pulsar doesn't sell, you have KTMs and Dominas and now Triumph. So that segment Bajaj is very sorted. It looks like uh, Bajaj will enter some sort of stiff price competition in that 100cc uh, area. Uh, CT100, the entry level price, you write that it was slashed by 3000 rupees or a 20% uh, drop uh, as compared to uh, its erstwhile price or that of the uh, competitors. So the idea, as uh, I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, is to uh, catch the entry level consumer, win him or her on price and hope that they would upgrade themselves to a Bajaj when they move to the 125cc. If somebody looks from outside, definitely uh, that seems the strategy. But when you speak to Rajiv Bajaj, it's very clear that 20 level drop in price won't result in price war, number one. Number two, it won't uh, get you the consumers of hero. It will only get you the fringe consumers. A 20% drop in prices has done wonder for CT100 if you look at the volumes. Now it sells in some 80,000 units per month, which is a massive jump, more than a two-fold jump or three-fold jump, in fact, from what it was doing in January. So volume is very essential because volume does wonders for uh, the dealers as well. And and when you know that you're not uh, performing so well in the mid-segment, so definitely entry in the premium segment is, uh, you can't afford to you know go slow there. This is nothing to do as much with the motorcycle industry, but it's a, it's, it's a subject that you briefly cover is that of the government's make in India push for the manufacturing sector. How much of it has helped companies like Bajaj? No, but make in India is something which if you look at the present government, it has been pushing over the last four years. As compared to that, if you look at Bajaj, last uh, 10 years they have been exporting. So they have been doing it. So make in India, I don't think has uh, given whatever momentum pushed they required. It has always been there. That's what made them third uh, biggest in the world. So so if Bajaj has been able to maintain its uh, position in India, it's only because of the exports of two-wheelers as well as three-wheelers. Exports give you nice margin. So whatever price cut you are seeing at entry level, if the company is losing on the margin at that level, it, it more than uh, make, makes up for that in the other levels. From the long-term perspective, as you mentioned, the gap between first and second is uh, is like a is a huge one. The Grand Canyon separates between the two, 18% and 50%. So, what is the long-term a plan for uh, Rajiv uh, Bajaj? It has to be 125cc segment, Abhishek. His uh, intentions are clear. He wants to uh, come back in that segment and not only come back, but dominate that segment. But that again uh, depends on the kind of product he comes up with, the strategy, and whether the new products will click in the segment or not. 
So that's a big if. But if he is able to crack that big if, then definitely the gap uh, would narrow down considerably. Uh, thank you very much for your time. On that note, uh, it's time to wrap up. Thanks a lot, Rajiv. Thanks, Abhishek. Thank you. And as always, all you listeners can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.